You are listening to Project Boredom with Nick and Jordan. Jordan, how you doing, buddy? I'm drunk. Let's do this. All right, Jordan. So uh, this episode's all going to be nothing but fantasy football. Uh, we have week one of the NFL starting on Thursday with the Chiefs and Texans. Everyone's getting really excited for that. So this episode is going to be purely nothing but fantasy. Um, it's going to be able to help you with your draft, to help you win those money leagues, and some sleeper picks as well. Uh, I've been doing a lot of research to, to make sure that you win as much money as possible uh, this NFL season. We got sleepers and PPR leagues up in this bitch. So I want to kind of go over some draft results as far as like draft tactics and like what we've done. Well, um, Nick, how many drafts did you have that you like mocked and, you know, fucked around with and, you know, just had a good old time? How many drafts did you have? So I have a draft tomorrow, which is like my big money league. And between mocks and other drafts, not including tomorrow, I've done eight. Mm. I bet four, but I thought <laughs> I was, I, I thought I was an addict with four drafts, but obviously that's not the case. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to do more tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I might do one more tomorrow. So you know what? Pets will be in for five. Give me five. Give you what died. Yep. Okay. So between the two of us, we got 14 drafts. So what have we got so far? How have your drafts looked? And more importantly, not necessarily who you have drafted. I don't care about who you drafted. You don't care about who I drafted. What has the board looked like? Who's going in the first round? Who's going in the second round? What running backs, quarterbacks, wide receivers, et cetera, are going? What have you seen Mm -hmm. in our collective 14 drafts? So it's crazy because this is the first time in a long time that quarterbacks besides Mahomes and Lamar Jackson are going into like the eighth, the ninth, the tenth round. Like you can oh, wait yeah, no. to get a quarterback. Absolutely. Out of my four or five drafts, uh, I, I, I never got Mahomes. I never got Lamar Jackson. I don't think I would take a quarterback. I think the earliest, the absolute earliest I took a quarterback, I think was the sixth round. Mm-hmm. And so, it, you just you stockpile skill positions, mm-hmm. running backs, wide receivers, and then you only have a very, very small handful of tight ends, which we'll get into, because the tight end position, in my opinion, is top-heavy, and we'll get into that. But no, dude, I don't think I took a quarterback until – Sixth, seventh, eighth round, like mm-hmm. you were talking. About. Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's for the first time in a long time. It's crazy that uh, you know you're not seeing Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. You know those quarterbacks that you normally yeah. will see in the first yeah. two rounds, three rounds. The game has changed. Absolutely, especially when you talk about the difference between uh, standard scoring and PPR scoring. I know I'm more of a fan of you know standard scoring. You can probably talk more about the PPR because that's just not something I'm really into. I know uh, it's points per reception, right? Correct. The wide, yep. the wide receivers are valued a little bit more heavily. And so sometimes I, I, the I know, receiving backs too. Absolutely. I think you get the running back. So you want to not necessarily look at a power back. Maybe in my league, in the standard league, a Derrick Henry is valued more in my league than it would be in yours because Derrick Henry isn't your prototypical receiving back. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you gotta, you, you have to look at that. You have to know what you're dealing with. And I think that in the next, you know, 
hour or so, I think you and I can, you know, drag our listeners kicking and screaming to a winning fantasy team. No, I'm definitely confident about that. Uh, So I want to kind of talk a little bit about our results and our drafts that we've had. Um, Not fully, but just kind of like the what you were proud of, what you, um, <clears throat> your steals, your, your sleepers. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, and one um, one, how did you do with your first draft? So my first draft was my first money. So for the sleepers that I have, uh, in my first money league, um, it was a $20 buy-in winner take all. Um, one steal that I was very happy to get, um, was a, Dolphin product for you, Jordan. Devontae Parker. Oh, Devontae Parker is a good one. Uh, I don't hate that steal. My steal of not necessarily, you know, a money league or whatever, but for those listening, especially for a PPR league, if a rookie quarterback that's looking to try and, you know, accentuate drives back and forth, my steal is Tyler Boyd of the Cincinnati Bengals. Hmm, I, like I think that. That, I think he could do well. Um, he's a young wide receiver with a rookie quarterback, and AJ Green is coming off a season-ending injury. Mm-hmm. AJ Green only played two two uh, two weeks, first two weeks last year, and I think Boyd came into his own. I do not think the Bengals will be good. This is not me saying the Bengals are good. I think that Joe Burrow can be good. I think that Tyler Boyd can be good. It's, the Bengals are going to be a bad team, but I think Tyler Boyd could be a late-round wide receiver steal. No, my- absolutely. And uh, if he has a more accurate quarterback, he would actually rank 11th um, for targets, especially if you're in that PPR league. Um, <clears throat> he had 148 targets and caught 90 of those uh, targets. Over 1,000 yeah. yards receiving. No, so it's definitely a good steal. Um, Nobody's talking about Tyler Boyd. No. Same thing for Devontae Parker. He got injured. Um, Surprisingly enough, Jordan, if you were to rank him in the receiving, where do you think you would rank Devontae Parker for touchdowns in a season last year? Touchdowns in a season? uh, If I can remember correctly, I want to say Parker had six touchdowns last year. Don't correct me until, you know, you give me the whole stat. Mm-hmm. But I think he had six or seven. So I would say that he, touchdown-wise, not yards, receptions, but touchdown-wise, I'd give him a top top 12. So Devontae Parker tied Michael Thomas with touchdowns. He beat out Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett, A.J. Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, those are big name receivers oh, that yeah. people are taking really early. Um, Devontae Parker tied for fourth with nine touchdowns. I said seven or eight. Okay, yeah, yeah he did better than I thought. Okay. Twelve hundred no. yards receiving. I mean, you, you talk about a sleeper wide receiver that nobody's talking about. Like you said, everybody wants the the Mike Evans, the Mike Thomas, the DeAndre Hopkins, the Odell Beckham Juniors, you know, all those guys, but I mean, if you, if you guys are listening right now and, you, and you're deciding on a fantasy right now and you're in round eight, nine, and Devontae Parker's still up there, Tyler Boyd's still up there, I think these are quality, quality wide receivers that you could take as a, as a sleeper or a steal. Mm-hmm. I mean, Parker's great. I, 
Boyd's great, but no, I, I did not know that about uh, Devontae Parker. Yeah, so I was really happy to get him uh, in my money league. Uh, I think he's going to be uh, one of those receivers that helped me out. It is a PPR league. My mm-hmm. other receivers that I do have are Tyler Lockett and Jarvis Landry. Um, okay. I was, I was very happy well, with that. Landry's definitely a hands guy. Landry is a PPR fucking wet dream. Mm-hmm. Landry catches balls. I mean, he may only get, you know, Landry, again, because he's a former Dolphin, because I watched him. But Jarvis Landry's a guy that's going to finish the game with, you know, 10 catches for 70 yards. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's going to have those 10 catches. He's not going to rack up the yards, but he's great for a three-yard slant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. I was very happy with that. Um, as in running backs, one person that's surprising me, um, and I'm be honest, I never drafted him. Um, I always thought he was a bust. Um, and then the year that I'm like, I could have taken him, I decided against it, and he actually had one of the best years he's ever had since he's been in the league. Uh, I'm talking about Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley uh, is dropping have, into the yeah. third or fourth round. Um, yeah, I have Gurley in one of my uh, one of my leagues. I'm still not 100% impressed with him because, again, he's had one fantastic fantasy season. The year that the Rams won at the Super Bowl. And then he obviously dropped off. Now he's with the Falcons. I know he's back in his home state and he wants to, like, give back. I saw he's doing, like, charity shit with Georgia. And, that, and that's fine. Good for Todd Gurley. But I'm not 100% sold. I, I actually have Todd Gurley. As a guy that I'm telling you right now drafted him in one of his leagues, I sure as shit wasn't in the third or fourth round. I think I stole, if, it's a, if you want to even call it a steal, I think I got Gurley in the eighth or ninth round. And I think Gurley, he is on one of my bust lists. Hmm. I'm not sold on Gurley at all. So with the um, – I wanted to go over what's important. So I know you know with PPR, he's not going to be a PPR guy, but he's going to get you touchdowns. And as a running back, that's what you want. You want the touchdowns. A goal, a goal line back. He's Correct. a goal line back. Yeah. So, so listen to this. So Saquon Barkley, right? So these are, these are running backs that are taken within – could be a number one pick or, you know, within the top three, uh, their pick. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, that's another one. Um, Derrick Henry, no, I'm not sold on him either. We'll get into that later. But. So, so listen to this. So Todd Gurley – this is his numbers in the red zone. So inside the 20, he had 51 attempts, 139 yards, and 12 touchdowns. Inside the 10, 29 attempts, 50 yards, 11 touchdowns. So is this career or last year? Because This not is last, last year. year. This is last year. Okay. Um, Barkley had 28 attempts for 74 yards and three touchdowns inside the 20. And then listen to this. Inside the 10, Barkley had 16 attempts – uh, for 33 yards and only three touchdowns inside the 10. You're looking for that breakaway uh, yak, the yard after catch or yard after reception or yeah. yard after. You're looking for that breakaway. You hand it to Barkley. He goes from the 40 to the 40. Mm-hmm. Boom. You just got four points. Mm-hmm. That's what you're looking for from Barkley. Correct. And Gurley's not really going to give you that. He, no, but he's going to give you the touchdowns. It's that, it's that goal line presence. And again, I'm not trying to shit on Todd Gurley. I drafted him in one or two of my leagues, but I didn't draft him in the third or fourth round. He fell to like 
in my league like eight or nine. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, no, I got him. Um, my running backs in that league are actually pretty good. I ended up getting Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, and Todd Gurley. That's not bad. So I'm pretty much stuck. Like, I'm pretty stacked on running backs. It's very important. You never could have too many running backs. So the, if you yeah, can, absolutely. If, if you can running... use your first four picks on running backs, do it. If it's available and it makes sense, do it. I typically go running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver. That's just how I draft. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the fifth pick, I, like I said, running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver. Fifth pick, I see what the tight ends look like. And if I can get one of the top three or four tight ends, I'll take it. Or I'll go after a quarterback. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not taking a quarterback before round five. Mm-hmm. There's just too many good ones, you know? Yeah. But with the league, it's transitioning to a spread offense. You know, you're not really going to get those runners. Um, so you've got to stack up as much as you can because there's a plethora of receivers, but there's only a handful of running backs uh, that are going to get you points. So I usually exactly. use my first four picks on running backs just to stack up because I've been burned a lot of times by having, you know, two good running backs. One gets hurt and the rest are mediocre. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to cost you the league. Well, um, you you spend your first four picks on running backs. How does that uh, affect your wide receiver core? So with this draft, I actually took Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, and then I took uh, – I was able to get Gurley uh, before – the or excuse me. I took Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Tyler Lockett, and then I took Todd Gurley. Okay. So you had – so Lockett was your first receiver off the board? Yep. Okay. And that's a PPR. And he ranked uh he ranked very well as far as the targets go. Or excuse me, in the red zone. Um he was a monster. That's another one. If you could steal him, he had better um better excuse me, he had one less target than Michael Thomas. Mm. Michael Thomas had one hundred and forty or excuse me. Yeah. Uh I apologize. I don't have the number, but he ranked right underneath uh, Michael Thomas and overall targets. Okay. No, I mean, Tyler Lockett's great, and I don't know if I got him, but I think my wife picked him up in maybe two of her leagues. I'm not 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, but for your PPR wide receivers, you're going to want to look at a guy like Lockett uh, you're going to look at a guy like Thomas, obviously. He's probably the number one receiver off the board. But another one you want to look at um, could be uh, – oh, God, what's that kid out of Washington? McLaurin? Mc- yeah, McLaurin. McLaurin. Because you have a young quarterback, uh, mm-hmm. Hopkins uh, – not Hopkins, uh, Haskins has been named the starter, and you came in at the same time. He's going to look for a security blanket. I'm not saying McLaurin is going to like light up the league mm-hmm. as a you know standout wide receiver, but if you're in a PPR league, that guy is going to look for his security blanket. Mm-hmm. I think he could rack up some PPR points. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And uh, it's funny for anybody who's a Rick and Morty fan, his nickname is actually Scary Terry. <laughs> uh, so inside the 20 on red zone targets, I apologize. I wanted to redact my statement about Tyler Lockett and Michael Thomas. So he had one less target inside the 20 
than Michael Thomas and one less touchdown. So Michael Thomas, we all know unanimously is the number one receiver yeah. Yeah. that people are taking in the first round. So it's good it's, to be able to it's, take it's him or DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Yep. So be able to take Lockett in the fifth round and almost produce the same amount of numbers that Michael Thomas, who goes in the first round, definitely try to uh, – if you could snag him and Michael Thomas, hey, you might be stacked in the receiving that you won't have to worry about you know, your flex position. Um, Absolutely. <clears throat> so um, going back to your tight ends, that's the one thing that I struggle with is because from a PPR perspective, you know, tight ends, is, they're all the same realistically. Um, one of the strategies that I went with is taking a tight end and a quarterback in the last four rounds. Okay. And how that worked out for me. Um, it worked out pretty well. These, there was some, it depends on the league because there's some people that like to hoard quarterbacks and there's some people that some leagues that don't, unfortunately in the league that I was in with this money league, uh, quarterbacks, people were hoarding them like, like rats mm-hmm. <laughs> because, I ended up getting Gardner Minshew. Oh man, and Baker Mayfield is who I was left with, but who Fucking I was able yuck. to get, who I was able to get at the end um, with the tight end was Tyler Higby uh, from Ooh. the Rams. In the in the red zone, he was targeted seventy seven times, um, and he so his catch percentage is seventy three percent. So. That's just alone. That's inside the 20. Uh, so that's going to be that goal line tight end. That's going to get sure. me those touchdowns. Might not give me enough targets. That uh, goal but it's, line fade. He's definitely going to get you some uh, touchdowns. Inside sure. the 10, he had nine, nine targets. So um, inside the red zone, and again, this is what's going to be crazy. These are people that ranked lower than him um, with his overall targets in the red zone. So you have... Uh, he's better, or he had more targets um, than Zach Ertz, DK Metcalf, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, Mike Evans. Those are targets that he is outdoing by six or seven more targets inside the 20 and inside the 10. So it's just crazy that, you know, when you kind of dive down into the statistics and kind of stay away from the names, you know, a lot of people in fantasy, they look at the name and they just go with it and say, oh, this guy's going to be great. Sure. Uh, And they're going to have their own feelings. But if you really dive into the statistics, you know, these players are going super late that are in the top seven, top eight on overall targets inside that red zone. Well, and if you can grab them that late round, it's amazing. Like for me, I'm not a quarterback (laughs) hoarder. Um, I, first of all, uh, I believe in stockpiling running backs and wide receivers. So uh, I don't even have – out of the four leagues that I drafted, I don't have a backup quarterback. I get a backup quarterback fucking week of the bye week. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have one quarterback and I have one tight end. I stockpile running backs. And so my quarterbacks and uh, tight ends are on their own until the bye week. Um, and I believe one of them, I actually got Russell Wilson fell to me in like, I think Russell Wilson came to me in round like five and I was like, I'm taking Russell Wilson. And I also got, I, the tiers of running backs and we'll, we'll get to our top five rankings position wise, but I got, uh, I don't consider him a steal because he's in top five of most, but the, uh, the Vegas Raiders, uh, Waller. Man, mm-hmm. I, I got him in like round ten, 
And he just felt, and like nobody took him. Everybody was taken, you know, all the, like you said, top name tight ends that they fall to you. They, you know, them, but everybody gets Kittle, everybody gets Ertz, everybody gets Kelsey, blah, 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 blah. Everybody gets Evan Ingram, blah, 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 blah. And oh, Waller fell to me from mm-hmm. Vegas. And that was, a, to me, that was a hell of a prize. And I'll take that yeah, any day of the week. He actually ranks 11th, Jordan, in um, receptions last year. Mm-hmm. Darren Waller. That's over Jarvis. That's over Kittle. That's over Godwin. That's over Ertz. And um, I think, like you said, and I got him at like the 10th round. I mean, you can find these guys. Obviously, it depends on the draft. You might have guys that are smarter than the others or, you know, that are more on top of this shit. But a lot of times, I mean, if you have a draft league with 10 teams, five of them are going to just take who's on top of the board. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Only yeah, not look. No, nobody gives a shit. They're just doing it, you know, just to fuck around. Um, but the fact that I could get, like, Russell Wilson in the fifth or sixth round, because the first two quarterbacks, dude, I had people taking Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson in round one. Mm. And I would never take a quarterback in round one. No. I think for most of the people listening that have got into damn near 20 minutes of our uh, fantasy show right now, if you're listening, I, I would hope that all of you also wouldn't take a quarterback in round mm-hmm. one. Um, but, I mean, if you can have these guys fall to you in round five, six, seven, eight, nine, and you get these sleepers, you get these these studs that can – honestly, they're the ones that's going to make your fantasy team. Drafting Christian McCaffrey, number one overall, dude, he's going to perform. Drafting Saquon Barkley, drafting Alvin Kamara, drafting Michael Thomas. Nobody gives a shit about Michael Thomas. He's going to perform. If you draft Patrick Mahomes in the first round, good job. He's probably going to be one of the better quarterbacks. Hey, you draft mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson in the first or second round? Yeah, Lamar Jackson's going to put up points. Everybody knows that. But your draft isn't decided in round one or two. Your draft is decided in round like five to ten. Mm-hmm. Personally, and, um, one of the things that I'll disagree with on, on one of your statements is um, Saquon Barkley, I would stray away from. I would not take Saquon Barkley. He ranked 16th. I know he had some injuries, um, so he played three less games. Um, but he only he ranked 16th in the overall yards carried. And like I said, we talked about touchdowns. He only ranked, or He only had six touchdowns on the year. And again, yeah. if we go back, um, if we go back to the touchdowns that we talked about inside the twenty and inside the ten, you know, you're not going to get. That's where he gets them. And again, I get that's just where your running backs are going to, you know, normally get those. Um, but I just don't think highly of Barkley. If you're going to rank sixteenth overall out of the running backs, I mean, Marlon Mack outrushed him. Now, granted, I know I have, I have him in, in several of my leagues. He he played one more game than Barkley. Um, and it was only by uh, 90, 90 yards. But still, I mean, Marlon Mack outbeating uh, Saquon Barkley. You know, Marlon Mack's probably not even getting drafted because they drafted Bryce Love uh, from Stanford. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just one of those hit or miss things, but I would stay away from Barkley. The only reason I, w- I, the only reason I would counter with Barkley is because of the Giants offense. Um, you have Daniel Jones, which – for all of our loyal listeners, will know how I feel about Daniel Jones. Um, their Six receiving guy. core, 
is Sterling Shepard. Yep. Golden and that, Tate. And that and that's Golden Evan Ingram. Like, By like, the way, that's what? my fantasy name. It's a uh, it's Golden Taint. That's my uh, fantasy. Golden name. Taint. Yeah, and then instead of uh, wet ass pussy that everyone's all about, it's mm-hmm. jet ass pro se. Uh, he's a running back that just got picked up <laughs> um, by. Oh, I want to say the Jags. I can't remember. I I think my best fantasy name is Herman Sufavik. Now there's a backstory. So in this fantasy league, this was a mean a bunch of randos because I just clicked join a league and I was going to dominate. So I go in here in this fantasy league and I'm like, hey, let's do fantasy. It's my birthday. Like, suck a dick. It's my birthday. You know, I'm drunk, you know, like I normally am. (laughs) And a bunch of people in the chat from there, they're like, hey, everybody, like, let Christian McCaffrey fall to uh, fall to Jordan because it's his birthday. Because it's a fuck around league, you know. It's a it's a mock league. I'm just doing a bunch of randoms. And this one guy, Herman is his name, was like, "Nah, bro, fuck that guy." And I was like, "Oh, Herman, really? We're gonna do this?" So I got me and everybody else in this ten man league to just shit on Herman. And I think that there's a good chance I could be investigated for cyberbullying because. I just shit on this dude and everybody shit on this dude. Like I was like, Herman, why were you even named Herman? <laughs> not know if you were a girl or a boy. And they were like, well, is he a girl? Is he a boy? Fuck it. Let's name him her man. That way you get the best of both worlds. And he stopped commenting after I said that. And then everybody else just kept shitting on him. And then in the chat, I was like, well, fuck Herman. And then after the draft was done, I realized I play Herman in week one, and then everybody else in my random draft group were like, hey, let's all trade Jordan, our best players, so he can fucking destroy Herman. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all ganging up on him. So we've, we all have a collective agreement to everybody's going to trade their best play. That's my fuck around league. I'm not like there's no money involved. But we're all just going to trade whoever's playing Herman, our best players. And then we're really hoping that Herman goes 0-16. That's, that's fantastic. That's what we're trying to go on. And so you talk about team names. My team name in that group is Herman is a bitch. That's awesome. And I think everybody else like also made Herman. And I feel – I don't feel bad, but I feel like I might have cyberbullied somebody. And that's not a good feeling. Like yeah. – but at the same time, Herman's a bitch. <laughs> well, like, keep us post, posted. On, oh, absolutely, uh, dude. I can't. We have to keep I, a weekly. Uh, uh, did Herman lose? Once this league starts, dude, we're all in cahoots, and we are gonna try and make damn sure that Herman goes zero and sixteen for for this fantasy. It, Can it, it's honestly, it's honestly one of like my greatest achievements was getting like nine other people. Well, eight. Because, you know, Herman's a bitch. But getting eight other people to be like, well, why don't we all just trade players until Herman loses? And honestly, that's a great feeling. It's a great feeling to have, like, that mob mentality. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, this is what God must feel like. <laughs> so, um, what is your... So, I wanted to go back to Russell Wilson real quick. So, my big money league draft is tomorrow. 
and it's keeper league. You can keep up to one to two players, and you can only keep them for one year. So um, it's like a, di- it's a, it's a, it's a dynasty league? Essentially, yeah. yeah. So I had the option uh, for my keeper. Like I said, you could take one or two, or you don't have to take any of them. And the rule is you have to give up the draft pick that you took them in. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I took Mike Evans in the first round last year, and I really wanted to take him. But I'm like, as far as value goes, uh, Not I, I passed. Not No, I yeah. Good and move. Good thing that I did because I ended up with a third overall pick. <laughs> okay. So I got lucky there. But last year, you know, Russell Wilson was a top three quarterback, and I got him in the eighth round. So okay. I, kept, I kept Russell Wilson, and all I have to give up is an eighth round pick. Yeah. That's not bad, dude. That's a great, great move. Um, I, I, I'm not in a dynasty league. Um, I actually had one. I could have gone on with my dynasty league, but uh, several reasons. Uh, one, I told you last week, I don't actually think that the NFL season is going to make it to 16, 17 weeks. And two, I didn't want to have to try and track down some of the people in my leagues. Yeah. So I could I could have done the dynasty, but instead I went with four randoms and I have a half dynasty league tomorrow. So I'll keep you updated on that. But uh no, I mean dynasty leagues are dynasty leagues are crazy, dude. Like mm-hmm. you have to like be super invested in that shit. Yeah. But, you know, for the money that I have to pay in to do it, I mean, it's it's something that's worth keeping because uh, there's definitely some good money to be made for sure. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, uh, so let's go into our uh, top five rankings of skill positions, et cetera. We're not going to go into kickers. So I, I apologize for anybody that made this almost 30 minutes into our podcast. But if you're listening for kicker advice – uh nick name a kicker uh justin tucker okay harrison (laughs) butker there's our kickers moving on uh let's go top five skill positions we're talking quarterback running back wide receiver tight end defense um i'm not asking what you drafted necessarily because we went into our um drafts Mm -hmm. who who would you tell the listener would be your top five Fantasy quarterbacks. Um, you can go PPR. You can go um, standard. Again, I'm going to live off the standard league because I don't have a PPR league. Mm-hmm. I, and that doesn't, uh, I know that doesn't really matter for some of these positions. Yeah, PPR yeah. quarterback doesn't matter. It's it's the same across the board. So, I mean, like I said, we, can, we can talk about PPR. We can talk about standard. But give me your top five quarterbacks. Who would you go one through five? I think I know your top two. Is yeah. it Holmes and, and Lamar Jackson? Yeah, if you can get right. them in the top me, half of the give second me, round. Give me, your, give me your three through five then. So three through five, Russell Wilson. Um, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson had a fantastic year. Josh Gordon actually just got reinstated. Yes, um, I and, saw that. he's going to play for them. Mm-hmm. So you have yep. uh, DK Metcalf, you have Tyler Lockett, and then you have Josh Gordon. Is Gordon going to be reinstated? I know he applied for reinstatement. No, Will he did. He's approved. Everything went through. He's good to go. He's good to go. As of oh, now, well, yes. And they don't give offense good. for marijuana anymore. Um, yes. So, so he's going to be perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so Russell Wilson will definitely be three. You know, a okay. lot of people would think either four or five would be uh, Deshaun Watson. 
Um, mm-hmm. But he, like, you know, we talked about in our AFC in our last podcast, um, he doesn't really have a lot of weapons. Now, I think that no, he know, those receivers are good, but not from a fantasy perspective. You're um, talking about Kenny Stills and Will Fuller, the fourth? 1V, whatever that one is. I'm whatever Roman numerals. For his fucking Roman numerals he is. <laughs> he doesn't have weapons, like you said. I agree. So I don't expect him um, to put up the numbers that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So DeAndre, uh, or excuse me, Deshaun Watson is actually not on my list. Okay. Uh, for the top overall. Okay. Um, for the fourth, um, Tom Brady. I think this is one of the best years that, as far as weapons go, that Tom Brady has mm. had. Um, mm-hmm. since, you know, back when Randy Moss was playing. I mean, you if you think yeah. about it, granted, I hate, yeah. I really care for the Patriots, but correct me if I'm wrong, outside of Randy Moss, there were no name receivers <clears> on the <throat> other end of, uh, after Randy Moss. And I, I mean, think, the potential Hall of Famer in Wes Welker. Okay. Uh, that was your go-to slot receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edelman was good. Edelman's not really good anymore, but Edelman mm-hmm. was good. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, outside of those guys, no. I, I, outside of the outside of the white boys, I would say, yeah, you're right. So now you have Mike Evans, Gronk, OJ Howard, Chris Godwin, um, and then I'm trying to think of their. They just got Leonard Fournette. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Now, granted, you know he's a running back, but even Tom Brady likes to throw out of the backfield too. His running backs. That's what. They well, and a, and even a, a better. Uh, Pass catching running back from Leonard Fournette, who they also have is Shady McCoy. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. So I think Tom Brady has a lot of weapons mm-hmm. uh, to produce those big numbers. And again, going back to taking quarterbacks late, I'm sure you can get him in the sixth, seventh round mm-hmm. um, if mm-hmm. you don't see any good skill positions there available. Agreed. Uh, number five was a toss up for me. I was going back and forth. Um, and you're actually going to laugh at me. Um, but Again, if we're going back from a statistic standpoint, one of the quarterbacks that had the top five uh, red zone um, was Gardner Minshew. Gardner oh, Minshew Jesus actually Christ. had uh, – now, I am not going to pick him as my number five, but I would like to have a segment, Jordan, if you don't mind, of a honorary – The most pick. interesting quarterback in the world? Uh, pardon me? He's the most interesting quarterback in the world. Oh, for sure, without a doubt. I mean, that mustache, uh, the cutoff shorts, just the mullet, the headband. But is he a top five fantasy quarterback? That's the question. So I don't think he's a top five um, quarterback, but as far as just getting touchdowns in the red zone, um, he's, like I said, he's in the top five. So. He's just going to be an honorable mention for me. Okay. Um, but the quarterback that I would put fifth that is a must-have uh, for fantasy football is Dak Prescott. His mm. receiving okay. core is yeah. ridiculous. He's yes. in a contract year. Yep. He's been franchised. Now, granted, he yep. could be franchised again, but he needs to make money. Deshaun Watson just got paid a lot. Patrick oh. Mahomes just got paid a lot. So Dak Prescott needs to produce and with Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and um, with the receiver they drafted, uh, C.D. Lamb. It's just going to be a phenomenal receiving core mm-hmm. um, that Dak Prescott would be uh, my number fifth. fifth okay. Okay. I don't hate that. I really don't. And I shit on Cowboys fans. One of my best friends is a Cowboys fan. 
Uh, I'm going to go ahead and skip one and two because we both have Mahomes and um, Lamar Jackson. Uh, I could skip number three because I agree with you. I think Russell Wilson is the number three fantasy quarterback. Uh, By number four, you had Tom Brady. My number four is going to be Aaron Rodgers. Only because I know he has a depleted offense, but he does have Devontae Adams, and Devontae Adams is a hell of a wide receiver, and he did really, really well just throwing to that one guy. It reminds me of, similar to last year, look what Drew Brees did with just Michael Thomas. Look at the numbers Michael Thomas put up. Mm-hmm. That was the only wide receiver. Drew Brees was the only quarterback. And I think that Aaron Rodgers can do similar stats with Devontae Adams like Drew Brees did last year. I know he has a shit offense, but I think that Adams out of the running back position can catch balls. So if you're listening for a PPR league, Adams, uh, not Devontae Adams. um, Oh God. What's the running back's name? Isn't it Adams? For who? They're Packers. Oh yeah. No, it's Adam Jones. Adam Jones. I knew there was a goddamn Adam. I was half right. Um, (laughs) Adam Jones can catch some balls out of the backfield for the PPR listeners. Um, That's about it. He only has his running back and Devontae Adams. Can you name another wide receiver for the Packers? Uh, No. Exactly. So They just just got a guy that his nickname was Touchdown Jesus to the fans. Yeah. So you, I look at what Drew Brees and Michael Thomas did last year. And oh, I think, Jordan. What's up? You know what? Notre Dame alum, Equinemus St. Brown, or whatever that guy's name was. Well, That's fuck that receiver. guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, but like what Drew Brees and Michael Thomas did, I think that uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams could do this year. So he's my number four and my number five. As much as I absolutely hate agreeing with you because I've literally made like the last five weeks a career out of disagreeing with you, I also have Dak Prescott. He's got CeeDee Lamb, a rookie, who should be a stud, uh, Michael Gallup in the slot, and um, Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper coming out of the deep end. Like, there's no reason for Dak Prescott not to succeed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, like you said, it's a contract year. He's got a Zeke Elliott, who also can catch a ball out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, Amari Cooper, you got Michael Gallup, and a rookie CD Lamb, a first-round pick. If you draft a wide receiver in the first round, he better fucking perform. So he has every tools he needs. This is Dak Prescott's year. Like you said, it's a contract year. If Dak Prescott disappoints, He's going to fucking disappoint you and me because we both put him in our top five fantasy quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. He's also going to disappoint himself. It, this is all on Dak Prescott's shoulders. We both have him top five. We both believe in him. It's up to him. And I think he'll do well. Um, the only thing that we really disagreed on was our number four pick. I had Aaron Rodgers. You had Tom Brady. And I'll take the guy that's 36 over the guy that's 43. And kisses his son on the lips. <laughs> yeah, he makes out with his kid. That's that, that's weird. But all right, so quarterbacks are done. What do you got for uh, running backs? Give me your running so, back lineup. So running backs, uh, Derrick Henry, number one. Uh, he had the most. I don't like yards. I don't like I, that. I, you know what? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I will disagree with you later. Give me your top five. 
So he was the number one rusher uh, in the NFL last year. If we're talking as far as red zone numbers, uh, inside the 20, he had 13 touchdowns on 42 attempts. And then inside the 10, he scored 10 touchdowns on 24 attempts. Um, he's going to get you mega points with the yards and with the touchdowns. Um, I think Ryan Tannehill is the uh, – he's probably the uh, Kmart Captain version. play action. He's the, action. he's the Kmart version of Kirk Cousins, the check down. I know we talked about that last week. Mr. Uh, play the AFC. Yep. He just checks down the ball. Um, so you're going to be able to get Derek Henry the ball inside the 10 uh, to get you those touchdowns. And he's produced. Um, I know you look at him as a bust, uh, but the offensive line, um, on County. I don't, look, I don't look at Derek Henry as a bust. I, don't, I wouldn't have him as the number one running back, that's all. Gotcha. Um, Christian McCaffrey, you know, of course, is probably going to be – is definitely number two. Um, you know, obviously, he could be a number one in my eyes. It's a, it's a close pick, either or. Um, but I just look at it from the red zone perspective um, is why I'm making my pick um, for Derrick Henry to be uh, as far as the red zone. Or sorry. No, that's fine. Because that's of fine. the red zone numbers. That's fine. Keep going. Um, so with the number two is Christian McCaffrey, um, coming from a PPR league, if you have the number one pick or number two or number three and Christian McCaffrey, for whatever reason falls to you, take them, take them, take them, take them. You're, you're, I mean, he is a no brainer catching passes out of the backfield. He is pass catching back right now in the NFL. Mm -hmm. He was in the top 20 in receptions (laughs) inside the twenty. Uh, at, and think of all the receivers that are available there. I mean, a running back being in the top 20 is ridiculous. He's a stud. Um, so Christian McCaffrey, of course, is there. Um, then third on my list is going to be Zeke. Um, Zeke just got paid, I believe, last year. Um, yeah. He ranked fourth in yards um, and also in the red zone. He was very proficient in the red zone. 11 touchdowns inside the 20 out of 59 attempts and 11 touchdowns uh, out of 31 attempts inside the 10. Uh, so I think, you know, just him as far as a points producer, um, he's, he's the guy. Uh, number four, uh, number four, I couldn't decide which one I wanted to do, um, but I ended up switching it up and going with Dalvin Cook. Okay. Um, Dalvin Cook, you know, again, produced very well in the red zone. And the reason why I look at the red zone numbers, again, going back, is because, you know, as far as scoring goes, you get your points points because usually running back's yards, uh, usually it's 10 yards for a point in the majority of the leagues. So, um, you know, if you're looking for those points out of those running backs, you're going to have to get touchdowns on those ends. And he was actually the most touchdowns, um, I think, last year as a running back, I believe. Don't quote me on that. Um, but I want to say he was the top running back as far as touchdowns uh, last year. Let me verify. No, I'm not seeing that. No, he it's was. okay. You know what? Sometimes you're just full of shit. But no, Del- Delvin Cook is not a bad pick. So um, my sleeper uh, for running back that I have is going to be Joe Mix- Mixon from okay. Cincinnati. Uh, the reason yep. why I got Joe Mixon there is because good. with Joe Burrow uh, being a rookie quarterback, 
um, they're not going to really trust them so quickly. You got to lean on them. You got to, you know, I agree, dude. You got to lean on them. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ranked the ninth overall in yards. Um, so, you know, he'll probably get more rushing attempts because they don't have the red rifle uh, behind center anymore. No, they don't. No, no, Joe Mixon, I think I took in two of my leagues. Uh, I think he's positioned as like one of my flexes, but I don't hate Joe Mixon. My number one running back, and I know it's like looking at, you know, just the top of the board, and you, you chalk it, it's got to be Christian McCaffrey. Um, number, and, and I think McCaffrey's work speaks for himself, especially when you talk about his pass catching ability for your PPR league. For mm-hmm. those that are listening that want to do a PPR league or have done a PPR league, you've got to look at McCaffrey because he is the absolute best pass-catching running back out of the league. Uh, number two, uh, I think I would probably go with Zeke Elliott. He does have pass-catching ability. I think he will his pass-catching as a running back will be hampered by that strong receiving core. But Zeke is strong. That dude is a hell of a running back. He's great at what he does. Um, I think Zeke is number two. Number three, um, for me, who you didn't actually mention, was uh, Alvin Kamara. Uh, Tennessee, am I right? You're, yep. you're a Tennessee fan. Of course. Uh, I have Alvin Kamara. I know he had a not a shit year last year, but he had a down year uh, when he lost uh, Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. So The concern with he... that with Alvin Kamara, and I didn't mean to interrupt you really quick, is the issue that he's got going on with the Saints as organization. He didn't want to report to practice. He supposedly demanded a trade, but his agent came out and said he didn't. But he's looking to get paid, and the Saints don't want to do it because, again, they could take you know little running backs here and there and make them successful in that offense. Yes. Um, so that's why I didn't choose Alvin Kamara. And, that, and that's fine. Um, I get that. I'm not really looking at necessarily the contract, and that is a big deal. You're not wrong. That's something you have to address. But – Contract aside, I think Kamara is one of the better running backs. He's got speed. He doesn't necessarily have power, but he does have speed and pass-catching ability. I would say more so even than Ezekiel Elliott um, with the Cowboys receiver core. So I think Alvin Kamara is definitely a great running back. My number four guy is who you had as number one, Derrick Henry. That is a fucking power rusher. That dude... It's built like a brick shit house, and Derrick Henry. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Derrick Henry. I honestly feel bad putting him at number four. Like he is a great running back, and you had your five as your sleeper. My sleeper uh, running back at five. Uh, who did you had? Who did you have? Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, which is a great pick. I'm not shitting on Joe Mixon. I think he's going to do well, and especially with uh, uh, Burrow leaning on the run game to help him as a rookie. My sleeper is going to be not a rookie, but a sophomore quarterback leaning on a quote-unquote veteran running back uh, with Melvin Gordon in Denver. I think that he is pissed off that he held out last year, missed five games, and Austin Eckler stole his position. Austin Eckler is a hell of a running back, and the Chargers did great to keep Eckler. But I think Melvin Gordon has a chip on his shoulder. He now plays for a division rival. He has a mm-hmm. sophomore quarterback. And he is going to do everything he can to make the Chargers regret signing him to a long-term deal. I think Melvin Gordon's going to do great. 
And that's a name that kind of gets dropped off, and you know, you kind of forget. Oh, because you, you so can get him, there. You can get him in the late rounds. Yeah, Lindsey was fine, but I think Gordon's going to be pissed off about Eckler and Eckler in L.A. with the Chargers and mm-hmm. with Drew Locke. No, who knows what Drew Locke's going to do? He had flashes as a rookie in what four games? Yep. So he's basically going into what would kind of be a rookie year. And you've talked about Joe Burrow with Joe Mixon in Cincinnati as a guy that you're going to lean on. And I, I, I think Drew Law could lean on Melvin Gordon. And I wouldn't be surprised if Gordon fucking goes off. He went to a division rival. I would definitely, yeah. definitely look at Melvin Gordon when the Broncos play the Chargers. That's all I'm saying. No, I really like, I really like that pick there. So we'll go into uh, receiving – of course, Michael Thomas is going to be the unanimous uh, number one. I think we uh, both have Michael Thomas as number one. So let's go uh, two through five. You go. Two through five. Um, I'm going to have for my first one, or for excuse me, for my second, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I think yeah. uh, j- just the talent that he has around them. I think Kyler yeah. Murray is going to take a step forward mm-hmm. uh, with Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk. Uh, and then DeAndre Hopkins being there, I think he's just going to be more successful. Um, so I would have him overall at number two. Yeah, that's a good pick. Um, number three is going to be Mike Evans, just because I think we're just with the prototype build, comparing you know to Randy Moss as far as just an athletic go up and get the ball that Tom Brady loves, especially being a speedy guy as well. I think uh, I think he's just going to outright dominate. Mm-hmm. Having Tom Brady throwing the ball because no, Mike was Evans so is, inaccurate. Um, there are so the many good wide receivers. I know it's tough. It's tough to to make that decision on who you're going to go with uh, or not. Um, number that was at three. Number mm-hmm. four. Um, if we're going for a PPR perspective, um, one person that I like a lot Nick? is Julio Jones. I have Julio Jones going at number four. Um, Austin Hooper got a mega contract going to Cleveland. So that takes a target away um, to let Julio Jones flourish. Uh, He ranked number two overall in targets um, from receiver standpoint. So I think you take away Austin Hooper out of that as well. It's just going to give him even more targets. Um, My my only question is – Julio Jones and Matt Ryan have a touchdown issue that has been going on for several years. How do you feel about him being in the red zone? You have all these red zone stats, and Julio Jones and Matt Ryan just can't seem to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah. I feel I, like he's a great pick. He's a great receiver, and I love Julio Jones, but mm-hmm. you have to convince me that this is the year that he's going to go off for, you know, eight, nine, ten touchdowns, mm-hmm. as opposed to two, three, four touchdowns. And you're going to get it from the PPR perspective. Um, <clears throat> as far sure. as, you know, from the PPR perspective, again, being oh, second ten, overall ten, 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 in targets. And mm-hmm. catch the game. So, you know, touchdowns, he – I want to say he only had like six touchdowns last year. Um, which, which seems super low for, for a Julio Jones, you know what I, I mean? Agree. I agree. Um, but from PPR, that's going to get you your points for yeah. him. Um, and you're going to, you know, you can get that touchdown machine 
you know, and what's funny is it always seems to be that one random, like you said, you know, scary Terry uh, being, you know, that guy. He ended up being the, the sleeper for, for receivers as far as touchdowns and yards. Um, but I think for Julio, just from a PPR perspective, I, th- I think he's the guy. And, you know, now that Austin Hooper goes away, you know, you're, you're usually your tight end is kind of a look as far as a touchdown guy. Especially um, in the red zone. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, hey, that might change for Julio as well. Um, well, what about you got to look at Calvin Ridley? He's coming into his what second year? Is Calvin Ridley going to take a step forward? So I think he will, but then you know you got to discuss like we talked earlier about Todd Gurley being inefficient in the red zone. Mm-hmm. So it, it's mm-hmm. going to be interesting to see what happens, but definitely just from a reception standpoint, being that's second what that overall just, targets. That's what scares me about Julio Jones is the Calvin Ridley and the uh, Todd Gurley effect. It's just the Falcons. Seem like they could, dude. The, the NFC South, it's anybody but Carolina's division. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, the the Falcons could win it. Like if the Falcons win it, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, for if sure. If the Saints win it, I wouldn't be surprised. If the Bucks win, it, I wouldn't be surprised. If the Panthers win it, I I will fucking eat my hat. Stupid but, question. Can three teams from the same division make it in the playoffs? Uh, this year they can because of the addition, uh, additional seventh wild card. Yes, you could have a divisional winner, and then you have two. Well, you actually have what three wild cards. So yes, wow, yes, that could come from the NFC South for sure. Yes, the 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 Saints, Bucks, and Falcons could all make the playoffs. That would be interesting. I'd love to see that. Um, so who's your fifth pick? Uh, Julio was your fourth. Who's your fifth wide receiver? Fifth, I've mentioned his name a lot in this podcast, is Tyler Lockett. Uh, he is my my fifth uh, best receiver for fantasy, okay. I think. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Um, I think I would agree with you, so I'll just skip over number one. Number one is Michael Thomas from the Saints. My number two, you had DeAndre Hopkins, right? Correct. Um. I will go with, let me think, yeah, I'm probably going to go with DeAndre Hopkins. I was trying to argue with you to make it an interesting podcast, but yeah, I'll go DeAndre Hopkins. Um, number three, I will go um, with what I talked about earlier with uh, the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. I will go with Amari Cooper. That guy just got paid last year. Cooper got paid when Zeke got paid. So mm-hmm. Cooper... Uh, Amari Cooper is comfortable. He's one of the highest-paid wide receivers. I think he's going to do just fine. Um, I think Amari Cooper is going to help contribute to what you and I believe. We both said it. Dick Prescott will have a uh, uh, contract year. Mm-hmm. I think that he will contribute to that, and I think Cooper is one guy to look at. Uh, number four... Uh, I will go with, and I hate it, I hate to say it, um, only because the kid has an arm and they just got traded for him. I'll go Stephon Diggs in Buffalo because Josh Allen can launch a rocket. It's not always accurate, but I think Stephon Diggs can do a lot of damage in Buffalo. And I'm saying that as a fan of an AFC East team with the Dolphins. Now, I don't think the Dolphins are going to win the division. I think the, the Bills are going to win the division. We did our um, picks a week or two ago for the AFC. But I think Stephon Diggs is going to be a big, big, big pickup for Buffalo. 
And my uh, number five kind of sleeper, kind of okay pick um, is Keenan Allen for the Chargers. He just got paid today, a couple hours mm-hmm. ago. And Keenan Allen got a four-year deal for like $96 million. That mm-hmm. dude is paid. He's comfortable. He's relaxed. And now all he has to worry about is catching footballs. From Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> or, or, or Herbert. Justin or Herbert. Just, yep. Or Justin Herbert, the rookie. Um, but – and when – just not to be a dick, uh, I know we can shit on Tyrod Taylor – especially me. I hate Tyrod Taylor because former quarterback of the Bills. When Tyrod Taylor was quarterback of the Bills, he did a couple things. One of the things he did was lead the goddamn Bills to the playoffs for the first time in like 20 years. So, fuck that. Uh, Number two, Tyrod Taylor is one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the NFL. He doesn't throw the ball very long. He doesn't doesn't throw the ball very far. But he's super accurate, which I think Keenan Allen can thrive in. I think Keenan Allen could turn into a Mike Evans. I mean, look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady's not throwing the ball 60 yards. Mm-hmm. He's fucking Captain Checkdown. And Tyrod Taylor is not going to throw the ball, you know, 60 yards from his knees. He didn't do that in Buffalo. But if that man can lead the Buffalo Bills, who I fucking hate, to the playoffs... Tyrod Taylor, he had like a 73% completion percentage. Granted, his yards per attempt were like five. But if Keenan Allen catches the ball five yards on the field and then catches the ball five yards on the field next time, that's a first down, buddy. <laughs> I, I, like your, I like your logic. I don't think the Chargers will be a good team. I'm saying if you're looking for a fantasy receiver, especially PPR, because what do you think Tyrod Taylor is going to do? Get rid of the fucking ball. He's going to check the ball down. He's going to throw a seven-yard slant to Keenan Allen. He's going to throw a nine-yard pass to Keenan Allen. He's going to throw a five-yard pass to Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is going to get you your PPR points. And I know that's kind of a sleeper, and you can get Keenan Allen late, dude. Keenan Allen, he just got paid. He has nothing to worry about. All he has to do is catch a ball by a very, very accurate quarterback. That's all I'm saying. So moving on to tight ends. Tight ends, you know, as far as uh, a lot of my tight ends are going to be, you know, from a uh, PPR perspective, um, just because if you're in a standard league outside of the top three, any tight end will do. You just want to – I mean, they're going to get you, you know, six, seven points a game realistically. No, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, tight end comes down to a top three. So let's just get the top three out, and then we talk about four and five. Who's your top three? Is it – my top three is Kittle, Ertz, and Kelsey. That's exactly the same thing that I was okay. going to say. All right, so, so four and five. Moving on. Four and five. So four and five uh, is going to be Darren Waller at number Agreed. four. Agreed. I, I also think... have him at four. Agreed. The Raiders don't have any offensive weapons besides rugs that they just drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Darren Waller is going to be very successful. He's, in the also, offense. he's also my number four. God, I want to argue with you, but I can't. I know. It's so good when we don't have to argue. It makes me feel so much better. Um, and the other tight end that I like um, is going to be, uh, I mentioned him again earlier, 
is Tyler Higby. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Rams, you know, they got rid of Todd Gurley. They have Cooper Cup. Um, mm-hmm. But besides that, again, as far as a receiving standpoint, they don't have any good receivers. I think – I don't know if Robert Woods is still there or not. I can't remember. Um, I believe he – I believe he is. So, realistically, I think Tyler <laughs> Higby is going to be uh, your guy to get you the most points um, in the – uh, PPR perspective as well as in the red zone as well like we spoke earlier. I like Higby. I don't hate that pick. Um, just to be a contrarian, I will say Ingram uh, with the Giants mm-hmm. because the Giants' offense is so lacking. Um, mm-hmm. I know you have Saquon Barkley. Daniel Jones is a piece of shit, which, again, uh, listen back a couple episodes, you'll hear me talk about Daniel Jones, who is a piece of shit. Um, but you got Barkley, and if you're Best wide receiver is Sterling Shepard. You're going to want to have to, you know, have a secondary target, and that would be where Ingram comes in. So I do like Tyler Higbee. He's not bad, but I would then put in Evan Ingram or another sleeper tight end. He has a massive injury history, so don't, like, bet on it. Don't make him your number one tight end. But Hunter Henry, mm-hmm. when, when healthy, that, that's the thing. Preface it by saying when healthy, Hunter Henry can be a good tight end mm-hmm. when healthy. And, and that just makes me think about, too, you know, speaking of injuries and a clean slate of health, it's Tyler Eifert is playing for Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jacksonville is tanking right now for Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, they only have a receiver with TJ, uh, DJ Chalk Jr. Shark, um, Shark yeah. Jr. So if uh, Tyler Eifert stays healthy. He's going to be the starting tight end uh, yeah. for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, again, he did phenomenal. And since now, he just yeah, he couldn't stay healthy to save his life. Yep, you got you got to stay healthy. Like I said, he, Eifert is up there with the Hunter Henrys of the world. But I, I definitely think the tight end cap is that if you don't get a top three tight end. Just I mean, wait. <laughs> no, that, just wait. And then you're probably going to switch it week by week for matchup. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's what I did last year. I mean, I didn't win my fantasy league last year. I went to the championship game and I lost. But, like, I went all the way to the end. And my tight ends, dude, I didn't give a fuck about my tight ends. I changed my tight ends every single week. Because if you don't get a top three pick, then it's, hey, whatever whatever works. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about defenses? So defense, um, number one. Uh, I'm going to go with Titans defense overall. They just signed JV on Clowney an hour ago. I was going to say, was it was it the Clowney pick? It was a Clowney pick. I think uh, I really wanted him to go to the Saints. I think I thought that was. Gonna oh, be awesome. I thought that was going to happen too. I know they made a last second push and it just didn't happen. Um, so uh, the Titans, I'm going to take number one. I think they got better on defense again. No, they didn't really lose anybody last year uh, from their great run. Uh, so number one, I'm going to go with the Titans. Number two. If they can stay healthy overall with their corners because they lack it, um, the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, not only because they have a really great defense, but because their division is kind of weak with the Chargers, with the Raiders, uh, and the Broncos. Yeah, I, th- I think you know you're just going to see you know a lot of points picked up because Eric Carr throws the ball uh, to the other team a lot, and then Drew Locke being young, and then you know we'll see how Tyrod Taylor does. Um, you know, with no, Ty- I'll tell you Tyrod Taylor stats. This is Tyrod Taylor stats. Tyrod Taylor will will will, will throw seventeen touchdowns, 
three interceptions. That's it. Just very fucking normal. Just very mediocre. Just he's not going to fucking throw 20 touchdowns, but he's mm-hmm. not going to turn the ball over. He's super mm-hmm. accurate, and he's going to take control of the ball. But I, I agree. The Chiefs are in a very winnable division. The Chargers are not going to threaten them. The Broncos and Raiders are not going to threaten them. Chiefs definitely improved. I don't know if I have them in my top five. They're, they're up there, but I, I definitely don't have them as top two. Mm-hmm. Number three is going to be the San Francisco 49ers. I think with uh, Ken Law, I like him as a rookie in the defensive end of the ball. Linebackers, corners are fantastic. Of course, they made it to the Super Bowl. Um, but I think their defense, again, they got to stay healthy because I think they're having injuries in training camp. Um, but if they can stay healthy, I think they're going to be the number three defense overall. Okay. N- number four, uh, surprise pick. I'm actually going to go with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, they got the. They lost a lot. They did. However, they made it back. They recently, two or three days ago, they traded for Ninjoku or mm-hmm. the, 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 the defensive end from um, Jacksonville. From Jacksonville, yeah. Um, so I think just again, Aaron Rodgers not have any receivers because a lot of people opted out. Yeah. Uh, the Bears, you know, they have Mitch Trubisky. Um, I still think they're going to go fourteen and two. Um, I and then I, I call him Big Dick Mitch. <laughs> and then if Detroit, if Matt Stafford can stay healthy, um, I think just again a weaker conference. I think again, I understand that they lost some. I'm sorry, I just thought about you having the Bears at fourteen and two, and I just laughed uncontrollably. Oh, I dude, apologize. There's so many people, there's so many people that write me, especially now that Mitch Trubisky was named the starting quarterback. So many people have wrote me and say, oh, yeah, 14 and 2 still, huh? So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Either, you know, hey, maybe I'll gain, we'll gain a whole bunch of listeners because of it. Uh, if it happens, you know, you never know. Nick, if the Bears go 14 and 2, I'll drink a bucket of paint. <laughs> bucket. Primer, primer or the real stuff? No, real stuff like eggshell, like eggshell cool. white. Cool. They go four uh, and two. I'll drink a bucket of paint. Then number fifth or number five, excuse me, not number fifteen. Number five is going to be the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Just their defense is always in the top. It's top ingrained five. in their franchise, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, for defenses, number one, I am going to go with the here's number five, the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, I have them as number one. They got so much better. Even with the loss of uh, um, Earl Thomas, Earl Thomas, yeah, Thomas, their safety, they're so good and they're young, and they went there. They're only going to get better with age. And the fucking Ravens last year went just as good as the Bears are going to do this year. They went fourteen and two. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> they're only going to get better with experience. And I know they lost Earl Thomas, but. I don't know how much of a loss that was because Earl Thomas is like 33. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, number two, I have the defending NFC champion 49ers. Niners have a great defense. They're great. Uh, number three, I will go with your Tennessee Titans, uh, who I think you had at number one. Mm-hmm. Titans are great, especially with that Javion Clowney uh, pickup. Titans are going to be good. Uh, number four, I have, uh, which is kind of like a little outside pick. Um, it's kind of like what you had with the Ravens at five, how it's kind of like ingrained in their DNA. I have the uh, Seahawks. 
which will mesh very well with the Niners. And I think that's going to be a hard-hitting battle. But the Seahawks, um, they're a little bit older, but I think they could be one of those older teams that kind of come together. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that old, grizzled defensive team. And I, I, think, the, I think the Seahawks uh, are going to be a good defense. And number five, now this one, you got to hear me out. Uh, last year's number one defense, scoring defense anyway, was the New England Patriots. They're young, they're hungry, and they had a lot of fucking opt-outs. The Patriots were decimated by opt-outs, um, but I still have the number one defense from last year as my number five defense this year. I think the Patriots are going to be still a good defensive team. I mean, Tom Brady lost his accuracy. He couldn't throw the ball longer than fucking 20 yards on the field. And the Patriots still made it all the way to the divisional round. And I think they, I personally think they, they dragged Tom kicking and screaming all the way to the divisional round. And that Patriots defense, again, was number one last year scoring defense. And I think they fall to number five. They had so many opt-outs, and I'm hoping that I'm not hoping they're good because fuck the Patriots, but I think they can still be a top five defense. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Um, for those who have joined the Facebook group that we've created, um, I'd like to see you guys post your draft results in the uh, in the Facebook group so we can see, send pictures, uh, take screenshots. Let's see what your draft results look like. Yeah, let us know if you used any of our advice. Um, and if not, you know, hey, tell us what you thought. Again, you know, feedback is always more appreciative uh, so we can know what to move forward with not to, and what to take out. We love your feedback. We definitely want to know how your uh, fantasy teams go. We are currently four – we're currently five days away from the start of the NFL season. So please, uh, like, 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 like Nick said, post your results, see how we did, uh, take our advice. Don't take our advice. Shit, draft a team. Uh, and counter opposite to everything we said. I would love to see how wrong we are. I love being wrong, except when I'm against Nick. So <laughs> let let let's see what your teams look like. Let's let's get this fantasy underway, and let's uh, let's have a wonderful NFL season for hopefully uh, eight full seasons. <laughs> hopefully for eighteen weeks. Absolutely. Well, you have a good one, Jordan, and uh, it's been a pleasure. And have a great one. Love you, buddy. Love you too.